Hey, welcome back to the SBP Podcast Mobile Filmmaking. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you are listening to episode 170. Thank you. That's how I want to begin the end of the year. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to all of you for listening, you individually, specifically. Because I know you're listening, you've tuned in, you've somehow made room in your life to take maybe about an hour out of your time to escape with me. And I appreciate you for doing that. I also appreciate you for sharing our film festival and for sharing our podcast with your friends, your family, your colleagues, your fans. (laughs) I wanted to share that. I, um, you know, statistics for podcasts are kind of ridiculous. I don't really look at them very much, but I wanted to share a few things with you. First of all, if you share your email by subscribing to the uh, newsletter for us, I'm not collecting emails. I just want to make sure because of what's happening in social media that no corporation is going to say, well, you know what? We're not going to show you the SBP podcasts announcements because they're not paying for advertisements to reach you. You know, I just don't want that to happen. I'd rather have your email and have you get in a, you know, a newsletter that says, Hey, we're, we're doing this and here's the latest episode and here's who's in it. And a few other things. I'd rather do that and update you through your email than anything else, because things are just kind of sketchy when it comes to social media. And that's one of the Big, big items, the big ticket items, I guess, that's happened around the world with social media. It's just, it's been flipped around upside down and knocked against a wall or something. I mean, especially if you're a creator, you know what I'm talking about. So don't think that I'm out here pushing the newsletter because I'm collecting email addresses. You know, I should tell you, Espotello Productions, my company, SBP, has never, never once, now (laughs) I started the company in 2006, never once have I shared an email address from anybody without asking for permission. And something like that is sort of, you know, has to do with the film festival or something like that. I just don't do it. And so I also don't sell them. I just don't. doesn't matter who it is, whether it's, you know, one of our partners or or sponsors, or collaborators, it doesn't matter. I just don't do that. So if you share your email and subscribe to the newsletter, just know I'm actually one of those few people that is going to hold it, not share it, not sell it, and not going to abuse it. I don't like to spam people. You know why? Because I don't like to get spammed. And if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, Susie, you have my email because, you know, I submitted to your film festival or because I emailed you once or whatever it is. Guess what? That doesn't mean I'm going to add you to the newsletter. I only add people to our newsletter after getting permission. Now, if you and I are super good friends and we're involved in this and I feel like, you know what, you're going to, you're going to enjoy this. I may add you, but I'll probably send you a message and say, Hey, by the way, I'm going to add you. Okay. So This is how it works. Email addresses, they're 
They're personal things that I have a lot of respect for. Like you, I have a lot of respect for you. But again, I want to say thank you for listening, tuning in and listening. It's, it's, it just means the world to me. I know that you're listening from the United States, mostly from California. It's one of the things that I found out when I looked into the statistics for the podcast. And there's a few other places. And I was like, whoa, you're listening all over the world. And I've known this, but not specifically. And so I'm going to name some countries here. Now, listen, if I butcher your the, the pronunciation for your country, you just let me know. I'm so sorry. But here are some of the countries, just some of them. Hong Kong, United Kingdom, Australia, Netherlands, India, Slovenia, Canada, Germany, Russia, Mexico, Czech Republic, Ethiopia, Bahrain, Denmark, Bolivia, Brazil, Dominican Republic, France, Ghana, Myanmar, Portugal, Singapore, Taiwan, Uzbekistan, and um, and a few others. <laughs> I so apologize if I butchered it, but you know what? To every one of you listening from one of those countries, thank you. And I hope that this hits you a little closer. I know that you're there and I'm talking to you directly and I can't thank you enough for listening. And now I wish you the very best in 2024. I wish you peace, happiness, prosperity, and safety. Definitely lots of safety so that you can realize your dreams, so that you can work on the things you want to work on, so that you can hug the people that you want to hug, and so that you can make other people happy in the way that hopefully you're happy. And I hope this 2024, this new year, brings everything you've ever dreamed of your way and much more. I hope you're happily surprised with what 2024 brings to you. And now let's go and talk to our panelists, Joey Min and Ryan McDonald. We are Fade Into Film. Hey, Happy New Year, Joey and Ryan. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> hey, there's that signature welcome or whatever mm-hmm. that was. What, what is that? <laughs> well, let's name it something. Let's brand it, Ryan. It's just the McD is <laughs> the McD hello, I guess. The McD. The McD hello. <laughs> I love I like it. it. Um, hey, you guys, are you ready to end the year? You ready for this to be over with? Oh, I want things to end this year. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Like I'm 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 okay with the year ending if things that this year had is also ending. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How about you, right? Um I think that the year's fastly the end of the year is fastly approaching in a way that I haven't quite put my finger on. So like I'm not it, it's hard for me to comprehend that it's it's ending now. Um, but when I look back and I have scripts that I didn't finish. And so on one hand, I'm kind of like, well, that sucks. I, I failed in that hand. Uh, but, but on the other point though, um, I worked on several like short film productions throughout the year, one of which that I directed mm-hmm. and, um, and also just the, just the handfuls festivals that we were in with different films. And so I kind of look back and I'm like, I remember when I, 
I, I look back at feel accomplished when I look back and I, and I think about like working on Sophia's like short film that we shot in our house. I remember saying that was like February and I was like, I want to do something like almost every month. And I didn't shoot something every month, but at the end of the day, there was still like five or six projects I was involved in. So I'm, I feel fairly happy about how it, how uh, 2023 shaped out. So. Yeah. That's I would awesome say you though. definitely like almost one every other month, basically. So yeah. that's pretty good. Um, you know, I would say, I mean, first of all, you know what, let's, let's say hello to our friends from when we started, because let's, let's face it. We started this panel, the fading to film panel this year in the summer. And, um, let's say hello to the people who helped us, uh, in the beginning, uh, that came on board, Jason Rivera, Happy New Year, man. I hope that this this new year brings brings it on for you in in very awesome ways and we hope to see you in April. Hey. Yeah, it was great chatting with Jason and learning a lot especially from his perspective as being a composer on the films. Um and him and I've continued to chat since uh since his last episode and you know, hopefully once one one of the great things about us collectively speaking is it's possible that we'll all collaborate someday and um hopefully yeah, that'll definitely. be that moment for us so yeah yeah joey got any words for jason oh yeah Did, like <laughs> you know like the the year is ending right and then i hope like you know first off happy holidays to him and his family you know and i i hope that you know everything like you know this new new year new opportunities new beginnings you know yeah, I, I wish I wish him all the best. Yeah. And uh, yeah, dude, I mean, eventually I know I'm going to I'm going to meet you guys because I'm going to go to one of your. Uh, You're you going know, film to festivals. the film festival this <laughs> yes. April. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yes. They are coming down. Yes. We got the airplanes are getting ready. They're putting on the bolts. Getting the wings ready, <laughs> set up for flying these guys down the San Diego. Meanwhile, yeah. the fish are getting ready to be fried for fish tacos. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. uh, and and we wish the same for Erica Taylor, who we all know as ET, yes. and for Levi, who will be back <laughs> next year. Gee, that's at literally I mean, he, two he's weeks had a busy, from now. Yeah. He had a busy few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he been globe trotting, yeah. pushing his movie. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still promoting. See, this is what happens, guys. When you win best feature film or best anything or first place or whatever, I'm promoting you all year long. And then every other year, every other year or whatever throughout the year, I just sprinkle you on the out there so that people don't forget about what you accomplished. Because that's what I do. <laughs> I promote. <laughs> um, yeah, so so again, so Jason Rivera, E.T., and Levi Austin Morris, freaking awesome. Have a wonderful new year, and we wish you the very, very best. And now... Miss you guys. Yes, we do. But now let's talk about you guys and what you've been up to, because here's the thing, guys. We're, we should go back a little bit and share a little bit about Ryan and Joey. I mean, we've we've had, what, like 100 episodes since you guys started, it seems like. But, you know, we go into our discussions and things like that. And, and 
I wanted I wanted you guys to know Joey has had a lot of success this year as well with his oh. his projects and his filming and stuff, right, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. Yes. It, it, it's, <laughs> life has changed drastically in the last quarter of this year, definitely. Um, it's, uh, I, I mean, I guess I could say it now. Like, I guess the, it's been announced or whatever. Uh, basically, um, I have become... And, and even in Mike's words, I'm his action director now, Michael Jai White. Uh, he's Dude. one of the, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. He's one of the, I guess, last martial arts, you know, like uh, action actors yeah. out there. And and uh, you know, he found us at a film festival, and so that's what we're what we're doing now. And I did not know how much stress <laughs> it is to work at like when when the budget of the production goes up. Oh man, stress <laughs> gets higher. Oh, way yeah. higher right yeah yeah it, you know, it's so kind of like washing those expensive clothes right it's like mm -hmm. yeah you can't just put regular detergent on there well no but see that's the thing though like and i think this is why i also want to say to to people that do um you know filmmaking it's like everything that we're doing like i didn't go to film school right hence art school dropout whatnot right. but you oh. know like uh art school dropouts right and so i didn't go to film school and, you know, I learned everything on my own in terms of like how how to make a film. Right. And, uh, you know, since I started with doing uh, fight scenes and action, I like I moved on from that. I mean, like I, I still am a very much an action guy, but like I'm more of a director. I'm a filmmaker. Right. And I've had a lot of people as I as I've been doing filmmaking for the past, like 15 years or 20 years for myself. I've had a lot of people say that oh, your style doesn't work in a real production, quote unquote, real production. And that's 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 horseshit, because like I think any any filmmaking style, you definitely could scale up. But what I realized, I think from my perspective, that once once we hit like I think filmmaking, we already are all, like filmmakers that we that film, we already are making films, right? Like that 90 that like up to like 95% it's all everything that we're doing is filmmaking right but just to go from that 95 to that 96% at a you know to have that quality of your production that costs like so much more money just to add that one extra percent and from the 96 to the 100% of like what it looks like a real film it it just exponentially gets much more expensive and also and I they, get, that. they get riskier as far as like that. They got more to lose. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Of course. But but I guess what I'm saying, though, like, you know, in, in the roots of the roots of filmmaking, mm -hmm. like for everyone out there, you know, like even filming on your phone, everything that you're doing, definitely if you had the money and you scale it up, it would look like, quote unquote, like real film, even though we're making film. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's one of those things that got me hyped after seeing like, uh, you know, actually manning like, you know, a 30 man crew, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm you know, like I'm directing now. Right. But everything that I do normally, like literally it scales up and it's like, yeah, that's the mm -hmm. journey and the things that happen along the way that are preparing you. Right. Yeah. For for the day that you can. And then you go, whoa, I don't know if I can handle that. And then all of a sudden you do and you're going I I was prepared. How did I get prepared? Yeah. You were preparing for that the whole time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think that's what I was saying to people too. Like, you know, um, I think YouTube is a definitely a, a great 
a great platform to practice your filmmaking. I mean, obviously not everyone's film is for everybody, which that should be a good thing. But like the idea that, you know, working on YouTube and I was just writing small scripts, like first it was like little sketches, then like, you know, to like full scenes, then to like full, you know, like full shorts. Like it helped me build from something like, oh, here's a joke all the way to like, here's a feature film length movie. Yeah. Because that's just a progress, right? I, I think in a weird way, before I used to make fun of YouTube, even though I was being part of it, but I realize now it's, I, I developed quality through quantity. And, you know, with YouTube, you make stuff and obviously you're going to, like a lot of your shit sucks. Sorry. Yeah. Can I, I'm sorry. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> vulgar. No, <laughs> no, it's, um, you know, it's passion, Joey. It's passion. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Because like... I that's why I will never take down any of my films because I want people to see like, oh, man, this guy fucking sucks. Right. There's a point. <laughs> and now he doesn't yeah. suck so bad. Like, that's where I am now. Right. Like, yeah. I still suck, but at least I'm not like it doesn't super, super suck. Right. So and that's the thing. And I and that's I think, you know, I've been talking to people about but that. Like, hey, you know, don't don't lose hope. Like what you guys are doing on the phone or, or like, you know, your 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 Sony or your Canon, like. It, that's that's filmmaking like working working in in a higher budget now I know, or whatever. it's like it's it not makes one me thing. love it's not one thing filmmaking yeah. has many fingers you know yeah. what i'm saying and and you're you're practicing them all at the same time and they're all becoming stronger and the one thing that you have been mentioning in this podcast episode uh you know in this program in fading to film and on the other episodes that we did with you and Stephanie was the fact that your YouTube channel that you were creating with all your content and everything, what it did was it was almost like an exercising. It was like you were building up yeah. the muscle, you know? It's it's like, yeah, like martial arts, you know, you uh you know, drillers makes killers, right? You gotta nice. keep working on it. Because literally the second day of, of that production, like I got put on the spot and I they were like, hey, like you have 67 shots and you need to do this in a very short amount of time. And I'm like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, but the, I just did what I did. And, you know, we we did it. Obviously, there's like a little bit of shortcuts, but like, it, you know, it's that's what it is. It's like the, the years of training of doing this, you know, making the indie films and you just like kind of revert back. Hey, but now this time, you know, the, the only difference is that I had like, you know, a whole a whole sector of like G and E and then I have a camera crew and I have a DP and they're, and like, they're listening to me, even though they had no idea what was happening because I like, I was moving at like, like lightning speed. Right. <laughs> nice. You know? And plus also, I think I also kind of found out too, that not everybody in the film industry is in it for film. Like they don't know film. Yeah. You know, you, you could have somebody who's like, Oh, like I'm a cam op, but I have never seen a, movie in my entire life what you know and, that, and that, that's like the weirdest thing right like i was like whoa right like okay you mean so, like, they've I'm, never seen a, a movie made but I, they've never no, no, watched no. There, there's some people like like say like okay like oh okay who are you oh i'm the pa for the background stunts right. or background people okay doesn't know a, like hasn't ever seen a single film in her entire life God, you know, like, like stuff like that. I would think someone way out in the Amazon hiding somewhere. Oh, there, there's just some people who are just like, you know, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm transport for this film, but they're not. They, they don't care about movies. They don't know anything about movies. Yeah, they're just, I know what they you just mean. drive. You know, they just, they just drive, and it's good money. Yeah, you know? they're like riding so in the back seat, 
playing video games while they're, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, but that's it. So, yeah, that's my No, that's turn of pretty awesome. That's really inspiring. See, guys, you know, someone who's it, right. Got yeah, like all indie, right? And I'm and yeah. you know, this is also coming from the fact that hey, I also make movies on on a cell phone. Right. And like here I am. Like it, you know, it proves to like the method, like the method is there. Mm -hmm. As long as you guys know the basic roots of filmmaking, you definitely could scale it up. It's just literally mm -hmm. money. That's the only difference that Hollywood has yeah. over us. If yeah. you can tell a story, you can tell a story, and if you can show it, you can execute it perfect. But Literally, the only thing that we don't have is the millions of dollars that they throw <laughs> at, at, like, you know, a, a shot that takes, like, three hours to mm -hmm. do for two takes. <laughs> because, like, I don't know, because somebody forgot something. Like, Yeah, no, it it is tedious work. It's tedious work, and the expectation is raised so much when you're doing that. All right, listen, let's do this really quick. I'm watching really quick, right? Let's talk about something that, uh, first of all, damn, Joey, you got me all What's excited up? over. Well, well, my over, bad. Yeah. Well, first, I want to you know? say uh, before we move on, you know, congrats on on all your success on that end, and you. and um, you know, next time um, you get called out to one of those Michael J. White shoots. Uh, I did go to film school, but I will be the filmmaker who uh, I'll be the film student who serves him coffee. If that means like get, just getting me <laughs> anywhere near, hey, near yeah, uh, dude, talent look, and, and I, um, sets like that. So um, <laughs> I really don't know what power I have. I'm going to like I'm like like everything just kind of like dropped on me. But yeah. dude, definitely if I have power, I'll be like, hey, I want to bring yeah. some people I, on again. <laughs> I, I don't even have to. It's like it. It can be the lowest below the line kind of thing. Like I, I again, I'll serve, I'll serve just coffee on set, like uh, just to be uh, around it. Um, and then, yeah, uh, but it kind of a funny little antidote. When I was, um, I went to the University of Central Florida out in Orlando, and they would get. Um, so one of our professors, he had, he was part of the academy, and so he would get pre-screeners, and then we would have a little film night. We'd uh, um, watch some of these like pre-screeners that would come in. And so there's a double feature that we did where we watched um, Black, we watched Precious, and then we chased it with Black mm. Dynamite that same night. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, nice. and those two have are very drastically different moods, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, um, right. So. All right. Yeah, so, so here we go. Okay. <laughs> so Ryan's asking for a job while he's on the air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even ask. I mean, dude, we, we got to help each other. I'll, that's I'll the, that's the whole point. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, sorry. We, we got to help each other. That's crash if we, if the party. Because <laughs> if we don't, who, who else, right? Like, yeah. I mean, now, obviously, too, if you, uh, the thing, too, with, with the industry, I mean, I don't know. I've realized, that's too, what like, I with talk the, about. all, all, all the generations, it's like a lot of industry babies that are part of it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm in. I'm a grip because my uncle was a grip, and I'm like, what? That's a thing? Like, yeah, that's always been a thing. I mean, but that's that's not um, it's not any different than any other industry. It just happens to be the industry that we're yeah. speaking of, right? No, and but so, our in this industry, the entertainment industry, yeah. is very much like that. It's it's if you don't know those yeah. six people, yeah, it's, um, it's very hard to get in. I mean, you know, they, so. they, that's a thing too, right? Like they we, probably say that about a job at McDonald's, like it's, it's who you know. You know? It, it's so not it's they like, say it. I I know some people on the inside that say if that have told me this. You know, you it right. look everybody. 
I can't tell you how many people because I know I know so and so or I've worked on so and so even before the film festival and everything that have said to me, Susie, you know people, can you get me in? Can I'll just be a PA or something like that? I'm like, it just doesn't it's not as easy as that, you know, right but now. it also, <laughs> like, but it's two, also, two minutes ago. I know it's exactly what you said, <laughs> but it's, it's at the same time, it's like, uh, when it's people that you don't know well, you know what mm. I mean? They're just asking for that. It's really hard because you're yeah. going, you're putting, if you don't work out, that's my reputation yeah. that gets on the line yeah. because it's right. that and, tight. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, for me to be even in this position, like it's like a, I, you know, I guess it's kind of like luck, but at the same time, I've been doing this for like yeah. 20 plus years. So sooner or later, I mean, there, I'm sure there was eyes at least. And I have, you know, like people, like people have seen my work mm-hmm. th- through one way or the other. Right? Yeah. It's just somebody just took a chance on me. So I'm, I'm very much blessed. But then, but seriously, it's kind of weird though. Like once I'm, I'm on set and like, you know, certain people, I guess for certain departments know that i'm somewhat of a department head people talk to me like they know me and i'm like i am socially awkward dude i don't know how (laughs) how to take this you know but they're like oh yeah you know what's up joey and i'm like i don't know you yeah there's a lot of kissing yeah well and and there's some people that go on sets i mean i've i've worked on sets where there are people there that you know and people talk about them you know, so-and-so thinks that they can just come over here and network and they're just going to, and they need to put in, you know, and things like that. I mean, it's like, it's like, whatever, you know what, let's talk about this year. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about 2023 and what it's done. Uh, some of the things that we've talked about, remember when we couldn't get off the AI bandwagon? I would yeah. say that in 2023, do you agree with me? The most popular topic that everyone's been talking about, especially in the art industry, which involves filmmaking and writing and drawing and everything, right? Is AI? Yes. I mean, I guess that's uh, that's just what what they were talking yeah, about, right? Like, like the whole half the strike was about the AI part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about AI, though. We're going to talk about something else, guys. We're going to talk about holiday movies. What do you think? Hey, that <laughs> sounds delightful. All right. So uh, we'll start with, you know what, Ryan? I know you have some movies on mind, but we're going to start with Joey. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, we're going to st- Actually, wait, that caught me off guard. I actually don't know. What, what would you say is your favorite right holiday movie? In the whole world right now. Oh my! Uh, <laughs> Let we, me make that a little more difficult and... for you, right? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a little. When you were growing up, was there a holiday movie that you really were like? I don't know. Don't don't say Home Alone, <laughs> even though you might. No, no, I don't. I I actually don't have a holiday film. Like I I know that sounds silly, because like I know the whole thing with with. You know, Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie right. or whatever, but like, I I don't I never really no no like I like I don't have a holiday film. I guess if there's like a a feel good stuff, the the only thing I can think of is like Bruce Almighty or something. But I don't think that's in the holidays. <laughs> I don't think it has you any know? holiday in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, Ryan, we'll talk. Well, let's let's go to you and talk about some holiday yeah. movies. And maybe you know, Joey, think about a holiday movie while you're listening to Ryan mm-hmm. or something that you feel that you could have made with your phone. Mm. Um, well, because you mentioned like don't say Home Alone, and what's interesting is that like when Home Alone <laughs> came out, I think for many years it wasn't. I didn't consider it a holiday film. It, I didn't think of it as like a Christmas thing, but as you know, now that we're like 30 years past that, um, it, oh, it does feel like it's really? something 30 years, something like Macaulay Culkin's like in his he 40s. Has two kids. Yeah. So like, um, <laughs> he, he has yeah. two kids and he's very, uh, <laughs> so now it, it does feel like it's like, well, it is a holiday film set around Christmas and the various other things. And so, um, so it kind of comes to mind. Now I do watch Die Hard, and I think that the appeal for there's uh, obviously there's this argument. It's like is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And and um, but I think the the the, the appeal is is that like um, it just kind of changes the the genre a little bit of what we consider holiday movies. Um, whereas like oftentimes they can become like kind of sappy or feel good things like that. And Die Hard allows the rest of the audience who's not really in love with everything about Christmas to still enjoy Christmas and something else at the same time. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. So like when I, it's like with that diehard lethal weapon, it, it kind of just gives me a break for a second from the full onslaught of, of, of Christmas and allows me to enjoy both pieces. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen the, the, the latest movie. Um, what's it called deadly night something like that where uh oh silent night yeah dude i was gonna watch that and i thought to myself i was like that's that's exactly what i need i need one of those oh man yeah it's like the john woo film hell yeah yeah. yeah, where it's like i need i need that and christmas at the same time and that will help kind of like uh help me through this this time period um there's a movie that i think is very forgotten and um ted demi who who passed away prematurely uh, about 10 or 15 years ago, his brother's Jonathan Demi. Um, but they did, um, him and Dennis Leary made a movie called The Ref uh, in the early 90s, but I think 1993, 94. And it, and it's, it is set around Christmas. And um, Kevin Spacey, before Seven, uh, before American Beauty, Kevin Spacey. And um, him and his wife are like in a bitter divorce moment, but they're still married. And then like, Dennis Leary is a jewel thief who's who has been basically caught in a small town. He has to get out as quick as he can. He takes hostage this married couple. This is Kevin Spacey, this other actress whose name I apologize, I don't I don't know, but she's incredible. Um, and he doesn't realize like he he kidnapped a, a couple that is ready to divorce each other. Um, and yet at the same time they're having their entire family over for for Christmas dinner. Um, so he has to pretend as though he's not the kidnapper. He's actually their therapist or something like that. Uh, I like that movie quite a bit and it's on Christmas and it's, and it's forgot, kind of forgot thing, but like, it's not about Santa. It's not about the Christmas spirit or anything like that, but it is, um, certainly it takes those, place in Christmas. Time. It takes place. Yeah. yeah. And for me, um, I'm, you know, I, uh, I'm not that person who wants to play Christmas music in november like i want to wait until the last minute to start that kind of stuff so (laughs) because i I just realized too like a lot of um i know there's a lot of rom-coms that are like you know like in the 
theme of of Christmas or something. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I don't know if like something I would watch, but you know, there's some. I know there was something that I watched recently with with Chris Yang or or something like that. Like it's like a Christmas film, because like he came back to his house, but like he had like um, I think he something to to, he had some female stranger act as his girlfriend or something, but because, you know, oh, yeah, you know. Like, wait, like, Sleepless in Seattle. Isn't that a Christmas film? The one with Tom Hanks? Yeah, wasn't that in Christmas? Sleepless in Seattle? It's fairly close because they, they meet in the wintertime. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, like, Christmas, and, like, she had to, like, spend... She was oh wait or is that or well, you, you got, got mail? You got mail? Yeah, where oh. she's like dragging her. Yes, you got mail with through this. Yeah, it's not sorry, but so no, I actually don't have a holiday film at all. I was like looking at a list and I'm like, I well, what I about Gremlins like though? <laughs> that's that's listed as I haven't a, seen a that movie in a long film. time. I um, know, but I think but I that should... one that one is totally Christmassy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, <laughs> in a morbid yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely worth revisiting. Um, something that we watched recently, uh, the whole family is a Christmas vacation. Um, and there's some, there's some really interesting like gags in the movie that you don't see a lot today. Uh, so the setup being like Chevy Chase's family to go pick up a, a a tree out of the wilderness, and it's like full of sap when he like finally brings it home. And then there's like this like two shot. It's probably about five or six minutes long. There's no edit. There's no cutaway. Just uh, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo in bed while they're while they're doing this dialogue. And every in Chevy Chase is like reading a magazine. Everything he touches, the sap on his hand is like taking the page with it to wow. a point where it even like attaches the lamp and attaches like her hair. Um, and it's it's kind of like a side gag in the middle of a conversation, but. It's the movie. If you now rewatching it, it really doesn't have like a plot, but it has like a story, it has like a setup. That's basically just like having trying to have like a good Christmas. Um, but there's nothing. It's not. <laughs> there's not like a ticking time bomb on a bus that you have to go solve kind of thing. Um, oh man, if Speed was a yeah. holiday film, here's a, here's something <laughs> fun. <laughs> let's let's pretend. What if Quentin Tarantino was to make a Hollywood uh, a Hollywood a holiday film what do you think that would be what do you think uh what would you expect uh strippers a lot of feet <laughs> um, krampus killing like santa claus feet. yeah just <laughs> yeah yeah santa claus who's not like a good yeah. santa claus lots of shotguns That's, yeah a lot of shotguns a lot of uh like whip zooms <laughs> you know and, and like you and there has to be a scene with him in it you know that yeah. stuff uh, I'm I'm, I'm trying to think I, of like so, so to me like to me one of his favorite films was Pulp Fiction. Um, the scene in the car that to me, you know when they when when they're messing around with the gun the 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 gun and the mm-hmm. guy in the back gets his Marvin head blown yeah. blown away mm-hmm. <laughs> so randomly and yes. so realistic in a way because it's like you could see something like that really happening but. You you know in movies you see that and nobody really gets blown away and but but they did I just loved that I, I was laughing my head off when I watched that uh, the first time I watched it and to me it's like one of my favorite scenes it's like the whole movie is kind of long 
But I just remember that one. To me, that's my favorite scene. Just because it was so random, like so unexpected. So boom, there we go. That guy's gone now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember when uh, I saw um, Jackie Brown when it first came out. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. And I had read the book uh, by Elmer Leonard. And I still laughed really hard when like Sam Jackson shot uh, De Niro. Even though it wasn't even set up as like something to laugh at. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> How they, however it happened. Um, It's like, they're gone. There you go. Bye. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But so, so question though, do you, are you guys the type of people that would watch holiday films during the holidays? I've, I've done it to be, so I watch a lot of horror films and like the other night, I can't even remember what it was that I was watching. And it's also because of the way things are right now going on in the world. You know, that I really need that escape, you know. So I'll watch a real horror film, film and then I go, oh, my God, I, I need to watch something a little happier. You know what I'm saying? And um, mm-hmm. those uh, some of those holiday films are kind of cool just to, you know, it's like oh d'oeuvres. All right. It's like, oh, I have I have like Ryan. Ryan sells hot sauce. Ryan, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, Joey, (laughs) Ryan will eat the the hottest hot sauce that will kill people. uh, And he goes and and does competitions for it and stuff. Right, Ryan? Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. I I can't be spicy either. So Um, it's like that. And then you go, well, I'll have I'll have some I'll have some brie and crackers, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Give me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done with that. Yeah, you know, but like it, it's like a mix. It's like, oof, that was that was harsh. Okay, let me let me watch a Holly. Um, I keep th- calling them uh, Hollywood movies, but duh, they're mm-hmm. holiday movies. For me, um, sometimes the darker the movie or the the deeper meaning behind the movie is more cathartic for me than like the escapism of them. Mm. Um, and I get quite mm. irritated with movies that are just pure escapism in a sense of like um, uh, an example would be like a Gerard Butler like rom-com that has no weight or meaning really behind it and everybody just gets together at the end and I like I, some it, of it, his it's funny films. how out of and I, and I, 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 lo- I love Gerard Butler but it's funny that out of all of the rom-coms you can think of it's like Gerard Butler one with like Catherine Hagel yeah um, that I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch the whole thing, but like uh, I saw the ending of it where they they're in the hot air balloon or um or <laughs> but but some sometimes those movies are just so silly stupid. But I do enjoy watching horror films uh through um Halloween time, and I feel like I can always watch a horror film anytime. But I wouldn't I will I won't sit and just watch any horror film um because I don't want to watch just crap cinema though at the same time. Um, I subscribe to Criterion Channel, and so um, each October they start they start loading up like the old silver screen kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm able to watch like Dracula. This last season they went by. Um, I watched uh, the original like Jekyll and Hyde and Black Cat, uh, a couple of other like Bela Lugosi, um, um plays Frankenstein. How am I missing this? Um, poor. Uh, or, come on, guys. <laughs> I think you need some eggnog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the name? Did Frankenstein or something? Anyways, 
uh, the film the film community is gonna stab me on this one in the heart. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> but uh, so I so I enjoy kind of like coming through those, and they had like a '90s horror section, which was like uh, in the Mouth of Madness by John Carpenter, which is a film I've always liked, and then, um, and I watched Ravenous with Guy Pierce. So I so and even though the Halloween's the October's over, I kind of still really enjoy that section of Criterion's like, uh, and well, yeah, that's your favorite genre though, but. It's getting there, yeah. I like uh, contemporary films, like so, like a movie like Heat, where it's like set in like modern day. But now, it's, of course, the movie's like in the nineties. But um, uh, so those kind of things. Uh, and I think when it comes around to like the holiday times, I do it more for just because it seems like the thing that the kids want to do. So if, so if you know what what I like so in right action to watch, films, like, Home Alone or something like that. You guys were talking about, or Joey, you were talking about you know, Jason Bourne films and stuff like that. What I like about them is it's not the fights. It's car chases and chases. I love those. It's, it's, I find those super fascinating. I also happen to know that they're really hard to edit because trying to follow a sequence of, you know, left and right and where they are in perspective and all direction and how fast things are going is really not easy to do but i just watched um gran turismo um with um i don't know if you you guys oh. saw that that's a new movie right some of the guy yeah. who did uh district nine yeah yeah it's good. uh it's really good i mean i literally was crying and i was sitting on the edge of the couch at the same time dang you know it was really good it was very gripping um, it's about basically a gamer. Uh, it's a, it's based on a true story. So yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a real story. So, yeah. and, and actually the real, uh, the, the, the real protagonist in, in real life, what did the stunts Joey for that, for that movie? Yeah. I heard. So I, I really loved it to be, it was like, wow, way to end the year because, um, that was probably, I would say just because of all that it encompassed it, it, it just felt to me like that movie was the top dog for me this year, hmm. you know. And 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 then they in the credits they show you a little bit about what it took to make that because they do use CGI and things like that. Obviously, uh, you're not going to go on a racetrack and start filming, <laughs> so they had to do it with CGI with with some of that stuff. Uh, but it was so well done, you know. Uh, the yeah. It, can I stop raving about it? If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. Um, Orlando Bloom is in it. He doesn't have, even though he's one of the protagonists, he doesn't have that big of a impact as an actor in that film, though. It was uh, mainly uh, the guy who's in, um, what was his name, Joey? Um, the sheriff in the... Stranger hmm? Things. He played yeah. Hellboy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 shoot. I His name always escapes my, like... I know his face, but definitely, I keep forgetting his name yeah. too. Yeah, and so, there's a movie where he plays Santa, like oh, killing I everybody. saw that. Yeah. Oh, Violent Night. That's what it is. <laughs> that was good. That was good. He was drunk throughout the whole thing, and he was kicking butt. <laughs> the um, character or the actor? The the act the character. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. No, not. The, <laughs> it's like. You, well, I believe he's a recovering alcoholic, so that's what yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> so he's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, oh, he's drinking the whole time, huh? Yeah. 
No, that was a good, that was, those are good movies. And I would say, see, the other thing about holiday movies sometimes is like, well, it's more about that, that whole, the, the faith, the hope, you know, that kind of a mood, you know, the magic of, you know, magic of Christmas, you know, that kind of a thing that sometimes makes a good holiday, uh, I'm never, it's not going to leave me, holiday movie. <laughs> to watch <laughs> is is about that it's a movie that makes you feel that that kind of you know brings it home in that sense bruce almighty right <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> uh whatever <laughs> you know just movies like that that really make you feel and you know bring hope to relationship movies i always felt like the hobbit was really about friendship like if I had to sum up the whole movie, like what was it about? It's about friendship and honor and loyalty to your friends, you know? I haven't seen The Hobbit, but I've seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That... Well, it's not, it's not. So, yeah, so that would be another <laughs> discussion. I can't believe uh, you haven't yeah, watched The Hobbit. Discussion for another day. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd think, right? Yeah. You'd think that. But but that's also I'd another holiday uh, movie. I remember last or during the pandemic, I think I watched them all throughout the holiday season. All the Lord of the Rings and all the Hobbit films. Like That's like the, a lot of hours. Like I've never seen. Yeah. Like I think one of the things, too, I know I've never seen a Harry Potter film. Oh, that's really? I would say that's like I know one. nothing about Harry Potter. Damn. Or I think I saw one before with a friend like back in high school, but it didn't make sense because I thought like. I thought they're wizards, You're like, right? What's with the stick? But they're like in London. <laughs> yeah, but they're like in London, and like they're in a in a in like an apartment, and the the walls are moving. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't understand. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So, and and I know like Steph and Angel, they're like, hey, you gotta watch it one day. Don't like, you know, we went to like Disney World before. We're getting like butter beer and and like turkey <laughs> legs or something from. And I'm like, what? What is all of this? Like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I would so, say that's another holiday holiday favorite. You know, because I think I think holiday like, holiday films don't necessarily have to have Christmas all over it. Like again, I think it's the vibe. So, well, what do you guys? Uh, you guys got any any uh, holiday um, messages for our filmmaking friends? Oh, it's for 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 the holidays. Like, uh, I I hope you get, I hope you guys get the next piece of equipment that you really want. <laughs> the next piece of gear. <laughs> because I've been asking Steph for a wireless video village for the past year, and she 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 keeps saying, "But I wanted a wireless so I could like walk around with it." Because I'm I'm one of those. Directors have to walk around. I walk around a lot when yeah. I'm on the phone. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's pretty cool. What about you, Ryan? You've already got your kip your killer uh, microphone. What else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I hope to have another good uh, productive year like the one I, I just had, um, and I hope that uh, for anybody out there, I, I wish uh, that uh, I hope that the next great idea that you have uh, that inspires you to write and create and, um, you know, pull it, pull, pull the phone out of your pocket and start shooting something. I hope that that comes to you, set some goals and, um, 
as far as like when you want to shoot it and how it's going to happen. And uh, I have a script right now. Um, Brandy and I have been, we're, so we're each writing a feature a screenplay. Mm. And we were, we told, so we were like, okay, what's the deadline? And I said, Christmas. Now, this <laughs> is only like two weeks ago. Um, now we started way ahead of time. Uh, we're, we're, we're both of us are past like our 60 page mark. And I was like, okay, Christmas. And she was, she was like, well, that's really quick. And I was like, well, but if I say January, then I won't have it done till February. So I have to say Christmas because it's it's kind of alarming and that means I'll have it done by new year's. So, Mm -hmm. um, so kind of like just, you know, put the dates out there. So I, I hope that for the new year, for anybody else listening, I hope you get inspired. Hope you have a great idea. Hope you put some uh, dates down for yourself uh, when you want to have the script ready and shooting it. And look forward to seeing when, you know, what you guys put together in the new year. So sounds great. I like I'm going to take this time to say that what I want is to say thank you, actually. I want to say thank you to you guys, for one, uh, for being a part of this this show and enlightening me and our listeners uh, with your incredible stories and giving your voice and you're representing a lot of people together. And I appreciate you for that so much. So I do want to say thank you to you guys. I know that sounds really cheesy and I tell you, thank you all the time. You know that I'm your biggest fan. And so I'm really grateful for you guys, you know, being on, on the show and I want to thank all the all the uh, people throughout this year and who've been a part of our podcast, who've been a part of our film festival, uh, who volunteered, who have supported it, who have been a part of it and come out to San Diego, uh, sent me emails uh, discussing the film festival and mobile filmmaking. I just I'm I'm just. To me, um, to to have this, to have a platform where um, instead of, you know, saying thank you up in the air, out the window, you know what I'm saying? That I know you're listening and I know you get to hear it and um, I'm going to take advantage of it. And um, and that that was my Christmas wish would be, if anything, my holiday wish, whatever it would be, maybe that I get to meet you. In San Diego, you don't have to be a part of the film festival, but if you're listening to the podcast or whatever, come on down because I'm always talking about it anyways. I would love to meet more people. I know I'm going to meet new people this year as well, and I'm going to see some familiar faces. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person, Joey, as well. I'm trying to to get there. Let's just hope there's no production. Let's just hope there's no snow blizzards (laughs) in April. (laughs) so so yeah so happy holidays to you guys uh happy holidays levi and jason and et and everyone else out there thank you for listening to the show this is the last one i feel like it's like the end of times (laughs) (laughs) but this is the last show of the year and i think it's a great one to end it with definitely so thank you all so one two three Goodbye, listeners.